everyone. We're back. Uh, took a small hiatus there for about two months. Yeah, very small. Very tiny. Um, Are you still out there listening to us? That's my question. I know. I hope so. I hope you guys didn't forget about us. But if you did, I understand. I don't know if I understand. <laughs> It's not my fault. You were very busy. I uh, yes, you're right. It's a hundred percent on me. I moved, and I was basically moving and figuring all that out from the end of July through August, getting my shit in order. And I had a couple trips in the Twix, so it was very hard to find time to get in the closet with my mother. Okay, so I've been in the closet the entire time, <laughs> standing at the door waiting for her to show up. Um, as you're listening to this, this will be in the past, but. Ellen has been wrestling with baking her first pumpkin pie bread. No. This entire that you got it all, afternoon. No, no, you've got it all wrong. It isn't pumpkin pie bread. It's pumpkin bread. Oh. It's not my first. And it will be your last. But it will be my last. <laughs> I've always tried to bake bread in a loaf pan, whether it's flavored or regular, and it never comes out. It's always mushy in the middle. I did extensive research on the internet trying to find out how to troubleshoot this. And then I was just like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to put everything in the bowl. Screw it. I'm over this. My can of pumpkin's expiring. I've got to do something. My inclination was not to put it in the bread pan, but to do a similar size cup proportion, like it's eight cups of whatever that you end up with, and I could put that in a nine by nine. And I didn't, and I should have, because I just wanted to slice like a loaf of bread so and make at it this look good. Point, so at this point, how long has it been baking? Oh, it baked an hour and fifteen minutes. And how long is it supposed to take? Sixty-five minutes tops. Okay. And so it was a little bit over. And guess what? The center is still mushy, Fuck. and it can kiss my ass. <laughs> and um, I'm going to cut out the center and do all of the sides. And I will make some kind of presentation that makes me happy. It is baked on the sides and not in the center. Have you tasted it yet? I haven't. Oh, my God. But I... You may not want to keep any smells, of it. No, it smells like heaven, and it better taste good. The batter tasted great, and I know you're not supposed to lick the batter, but I was hungry and I hadn't eaten lunch. So if any of you that are listening are bakers... if you Don't have- ruin my fall with undercooked pumpkin bread. That just makes me angry. Well, if you have any... Tips or advice for Ellen. I think she'd really appreciate it. No, I, don't even bother because I'm never going to try it again. Don't even fucking bother. But what if someone has like the magic? They don't. Okay. If this is why I don't bake. Minute. If they do, contact Emma. But I know you don't. <laughs> this is why I don't bake because for me it's too precise. And I I feel like if I miss one morsel of a fucking piece of salt the whole thing goes to shit well i'm a baker i'm a cooker i'm a cooker you're a cooker i'm a cooker very interesting i'm a chef i'm not a chef i like i love to bake but bread has always thrown me and i'm just getting to a point where i don't feel like experimenting that much anymore i used to be like you're not gonna get the best of me but now it's like i'll try once or twice and then I'm, i'm done i gotta move on i would say probably ellen's favorite part of baking is when nothing turns out she gets to throw it all in the trash no my favorite part of baking is the preciseness of it because i'm a virgo and virgos just love everything to be just so orderly and written down and you know exactly what to do i'm not one of the chefs that would throw this in and that in and go oh it's going to turn out great i'm not that type yeah well i admire those people but i can't do that well you know what at least you know your shortcomings 
Sometimes I and do. And I just wish that it I actually... I know them, but I won't always admit them. I wish that it was actually fall weather. Me too. That's why I baked this. I'm oh, sorry. Because I'm you getting were, hysterical. Because you, you were trying to... Uh, get the whole field. the... Yes, it's like... Fall weather out okay, of the sky. We live where it's very hot still. Uh, I, it is so fucking hot. I've already decorated for Halloween because I'm going to squeeze every piece of happiness out of September and October that I can. That's my... That's my uh, window of the year when I'm my happiest. Yeah, so Ellen's favorite holiday is Halloween. And do you remember the last time that we went to dinner with my ex? And the only thing that he had to say to you to make conversation was, so, Ellen, I hear Halloween is your favorite holiday. Yes, that was just like. You could t- I could literally see she had fucking daggers in her eyes like, well, I'm going to kill we, this motherfucker. When we met you at the restaurant, we had dinner. I had already decided, nope, I'm over this guy. Yeah. And he sensed it and said something to you. And yet, having said something to you, he still tried. And that's what he tried with. Halloween. That's that's the only, yeah, Halloween. And I was like, it's November, dude. I mean, what are we even talking about here? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into this week's question And this one is one that I got actually back in July, so I'm so sorry again for the hiatus, but these are some really good questions. I'm going to read today's, um, and I... As if I could stop you. (laughs) And I just find it so, so... No, Emma, quit holding me down. Ow, that hurts. (laughs) No, you you guys, she's (laughs) lying. (laughs) I'm go- I just think like, it's very interesting, and I feel like a lot of people might feel like this in their long-term relationships and don't know how to navigate it, so it is a relationship question. This uh, reader wrote in and said, Hi, y'all. Long-time reader, new fan of the pod, first-time question asker. I've been dating my boyfriend for three years. He's incredibly kind, thoughtful, supportive, and has always just let me be. And now I'm trying to return the favor, but it's rough. You see, he has an insanely demanding 24-7, high-travel, high-pressure kind of career. And he's always been in said career, only one he's ever known. He's also the youngest in his field, so he's not exactly having drinks after work with his 40-year-old plus colleagues who have kids and wives when they are all finally in the same place for a minute. That being said, he takes no time for him. He eats well, thank God, and he almost never works out, but he almost never works out, and paired with his schedule, it's a slippery slope. Health and wellness are really important to me, really important. I work out regularly, take my vitamins, get annual physicals, etc. He's such a baby genius, yet refuses to get a physical done because I feel fine and don't need one. If he works out, it's 20 minutes on the bike, and then he'll be done and say he's easing up to it. Keep in mind, the man is not physically limited at all. Though he doesn't take care of his body, he's super tall and has naturally leanish genes. So meanwhile, I'm taking care of myself, feeling it, and he constantly tells me I look nice when I dress up, and if I'm feeling off, we'll ask something like, did you work out today? To like make sure I don't forget to refill my vitamins, whatever. And here I am feeling fine and you're continually letting yourself go. Like, thank you for the compliments, but this blemish-free skin is not free, sir. This body is also, uh, this this body you also enjoy is by Kayla, it seems, BBG. Um, I've talked to him about this and every time he's like, I understand what you're saying when when you put it like that, it motivates me to want to do it more. And then he's on a flight or having a 100-hour work week, and it falls by the wayside. I'm trying to practice patience, letting him equally be, but it's getting harder. My concern is that if he doesn't lock down some kind of wellness routine now, when will he ever? And we've talked about marriage, etc. It's a very real thing on the table. But I don't know. I was raised with a father who cared about his health deeply, and that rubbed onto us. And I don't want to be on opposite ends for my partner. And she says one more thing. She wrote again and said, 
Um, I'm also finally writing in because there have been instances where I won't feel attracted to him. I think that's the biggest point here. And I feel horrible for saying that. I'm not a bodybuilder or like a lean, mean machine. I just take care of myself. And whenever I begin to feel frustrated at him for something I perceived as lazy, I can look at him and just not feel attracted. And that's the last thing I ever want to tell him because it sounds so horrible. Help. Well, there's a theme here. Let's get physical. 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 Let's get physical. Physical. Um, want to hear your body you... talk. <laughs> body talk. <laughs> um, Sounds like this guy's going to take a walk. <laughs> take a walk. Or needs to. Uh, needs to take a walk. A long walk. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I'm interested to see what your initial reaction is. I have a lot of different reactions. They're all over the place. Okay. Okay. One is, it's normal not to be attracted to your significant other on and off. Because, you know. It can't always be 100% all the time, but mm. I, it goes further than that. Health, wellness, being uh, physically fit, these are all very, very important to you. You, I made that perfectly abundantly clear. Abundantly clear. How old did you say this young lady was? She didn't say, but I have a feeling she's like in her late 20s. All right. You can't make people do what they don't want to do when you've talked yourself blue. Oh, here comes a rhyme. You can't make people <laughs> people do what you want to we do. We need to have like a rhyme when alert. You like yourself blue. <laughs> That's all I've got for you. Um, okay. You can't make people be who they aren't. And you've really tried to express how important this is to you. And it's not obviously that important to him. And his career and his trajectory are way more important. And even though you can point out to somebody, you need to slow it down. You need to be more well-rounded, etc. If they're not that sort of person, what is the point of struggling to get them to be what you want them to be? Since you said he basically lets you be you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like he really is reactive, like, leave me alone. Yeah. It's more like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. But then he gets distracted by what's really important to him, which is his job. Right. And everything that comes with it. And this is a tough one. It How is. How do you say to somebody, oh, drop I think you should date other people because he you're not physically attracted to him in those moments when you're just like, I've talked myself silly and he's not paying attention to me and it's really a problem for us. I mean, it is a problem. Yeah, like she's very upset and that's fine and I don't think that you should feel bad for being upset. I think it's like one of these instances where you you are realizing what is important to you and what is going to keep you interested and attracted to a mate and physical fitness is important to you and I mean, it just sounds like he's probably never going to be on the same page as that. And I know that you're not like wanting him to turn into a bodybuilder overnight and become this gym rat or something with you, but you just wish that he cared more to take care of himself more. And it is not a priority for him. And I don't, if you've talked to him about it so many times and still nothing, I, I, and I, and I also like, I'm just putting myself in your shoes and I know that I would feel like shallow or just like I'm a horrible person that I, you know, am thinking about like not being with this person because of, of these physical, these physical things, but it's really important. Like you want to be attracted to and respect and adore and admire the person that you're with. Well, I think everybody stays together because they have a commonality on several different issues but this sounds like it's a big, huge thorn in her side. And 
and almost like she, like you said, she doesn't, she feels bad that she feels this way, but if they're talking about marriage and this is like a huge concern of hers and she can't get him to do the right thing without being a harpy, if that's the word you want to choose, that's an old timey word. A nagger. A na- a, yeah, nagging him. It's like down the road, maybe she, she didn't express this, but she might have thought of, there's going to be health problems down the road. Do I want to have to put up with this when I've already told him he should have, like, is he going to have this moment of clarity where he was like, oh, now I'm in a pickle because I didn't do all this. I should have listened to you. And then you both have to handle that. So, I mean, if marriage is really on the table and this is a big thing for you. I mean, I just think it's so hard. Like, how do you, I I know we're supposed to be giving you the answers, but I'm like, how do you say to someone like, I'm not fucking around. This is really important to me. And I need you to get on some sort of like routine with exercise in the gym or something like, how do you issue an ultimatum? It's on a topic that may be like, it's not a shallow topic, but you feel like there's other things on a whole list of requirements where you're on the same path. Right. Cause you're and like, he's so great. Like he's a wonderful person and he's so good to you. You're like, Oh, but there's this one thing. Right. I don't know how you do that because take, for instance, if you have the discussion of, I want kids, I don't want kids. That's like, you can say right away, I can't. Yeah. Marry that's, this. that's black and white. Right, that's black and white. This is not black and white. So I really don't know what to advise you. I mean, if you haven't, you know, you, t- you said that you've talked to him, but you know, you know, the conversations obviously better than we do. So maybe if you can be honest with yourself and know that you really haven't like talked to him and gotten really, really uncomfortable, like had a very uncomfortable conversation maybe it's time for that I wonder if you've attempted something along these lines I've uh, carved out time for us on Saturday morning I signed us up for this we're going to do it together let's you know how couples are supposed to do things together to grow so maybe you could do something like that just to see if he meet your expectations or like maybe start smaller I really like that idea maybe it's like you decide you're going to say, I want to spend more time with you and I want to spend it like in a active way. So maybe every Saturday morning, it's your thing to uh, go on a walk and like walk to the same coffee shop or breakfast place and get something and then walk back home. Like maybe starting to incorporate um, little activities together like that. You've got to start small, I suppose, but I can't figure out where in the process you are with your thinking. You could be so exasperated by now and that's one of the reasons you wrote the question. Well, and what sucks, too, is that she wrote that test almost two months ago. So I wonder, like, what's happening? It's all your fault. Anna. I you know. Yeah. I'm a horrible We are person. not therapists. We're just giving our personal view. I think you have to test the parameters of your relationship by really going inward and saying, is this the only thing? Are there other things that's I'm, really that I'm, I'm not addressing? And I mean... I, this thing of making a list of good and bad. Is there anything else going on? Are you using this as a scapegoat? I don't think that you are, but like, is it the only thing that's bothering you? Is it, or is it the biggest thing among maybe some other small things and you feel like a bad person because you just know you like him and you're attracted to him some of the time, but maybe things have fizzled for you and you just haven't dug deep enough to admit that? I mean, That's very suggestive of us. And, and we're but I've talking. been there. I've been there in a relationship where I was like crazy for this guy for a couple years. And then I noticed that when we, he, 
I thought he had everything I wanted. And then I noticed, and we were serious, but then we would go to parties or be in group situations. And I'd be looking around going, oh, that guy's cute over there. I wish oh I could God. flirt with him. Oh, my God. That's what I've been doing my whole dating career. Really? Emily? Yes. Like every, well, I just, I passed down a really good gene. Well, no, I'm <laughs> just saying like, that's always my tell. That's how I've always known I'm not with the right person. Like, cause I'll be, I'll be happy and then when it starts to get to the point where we're like out together and I, I really notice other guys and I'm like, oh God, I wish he would come talk. I'm like, okay, it's time to break up with right. who I'm with. That's how, I guess that's my, I did not know I passed that on to you. But. You passed so much on to me, unfortunately. Oh, and also, I'm not talking about somebody, I just want to reiterate, that wasn't with somebody that was just a few dates. It was like, you know, almost two years. And then who I just, was it? I'm not saying anything. Was it? I'm not saying at me. anything. Look at me. Okay. They didn't pick it up. Okay. They, this, they. You will not put me on the spot. We are talking about this young lady. Now let's get back to her. Okay. I. I think we've said what we can. It's a very, it's. Yay. We feel, no. Ellen said the thing. I said She it. always I said, says, okay, okay it's we been great. We We're going to wrap it up now. <laughs> Let me give you a little rhyme to exit the building. I'm just, no, we'll keep going. But what I'm saying is I feel like we. This is a hard one. It's very, it is. It's, it's really hard. hard. Two months have passed. I'm hoping you already reached your conclusion and we'll let Emma know that. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know if we helped you that much. But it's, it is interesting. And I totally get what you're saying because I didn't really get into fitness and wellness and stuff. It took me like the last, I don't know, maybe like five or six years ago. And moving forward, it's not, it's not a super like make or break for me, but I have noticed that ensuring that whoever I'm going to date does have a relationship with exercise is important. And it's really attractive to me because I'm like, well, I'm taking care of myself. Like, you know, you don't have to be at the gym with a fucking gallon bottle of water and your shirt off. But I would appreciate if you would put some effort in because I am. And plus it does lend itself to be able to do fun activities together and like challenge each other. It's a big thing to her, but it may be a big thing with a lot of little little things going on that she hasn't addressed. I don't know why I feel that way. I, I could know. be t- totally wrong. I-, I think the bottom line is that, like I was saying a little bit ago, I don't know if you've had this super uncomfortable conversation with him and just been really real and raw about it. Obviously, like, don't be mean, but just not trying to, like, sugarcoat it or, you know, beat her on the bush, like really said, this is what I'm feeling. This is how your inactivity makes me feel. And I want to figure something out. So I just feel like we're on the same page and like the same level. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm sitting here thinking while you're talking and I know that I am not the most athletic person. I'm much more of a, a supporter on the sidelines. Like if Golf was everything to the fella I was dating, and I was not athletic. That could be a deal breaker for him because I don't want to participate. Yeah. So it isn't really that. Ch- it's like, but there'd probably be a lot of other things too. Like I probably wouldn't do any sport. I would always be sitting on the sidelines. If that would be a problem for him, then we're not compatible. Right. So that's maybe something to think about. Yeah, I agree. And not feel like kicking yourself in the butt because you feel like this is the silliest excuse to not stay with him. Somebody can be attractive, great, smart, have a good job, whatever, but you got to have things in common. You have to be like magnetically drawn to him. And, and receptive to 
to suggestions about maybe you could do this or maybe I should do that and the back and forth of it all. It doesn't sound like he sincerely has meant what he said. It's more like he's um, humoring you. Yeah. Uh, For yeah. the moment, maybe it really does sound good, but then he's like, oh, I just can't do this. I've got to do A, B, C, D, and EFG, and these are much more important to me than what she's talking about. Right. Like I was saying, like I, it's not a priority for him. And I also totally understand that because you are so active when someone isn't, you view it as laziness and laziness is a fucking turnoff. Like you're just like, ew, get up, like fucking go move, do something. I know that you work really hard, but come on. So girl, I don't know. I hope that anything that we've said has helped you. And I would really love if you would reach back out to me and especially since it's been two months and let me know kind of where your head is at. And on that note, a poem. Roses are red and violets are blue. I'm going to get physical. How about you? Thank you guys so much for tuning in per usual. If you have a life advice question that you want me and Ellen to answer, please email me at emmasthing at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate and review. And we will talk to you next time.